If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. The talent for so many players today, the talent in the spotlight, it's taking them to heights that their character's not strong enough to support. I'm one of those set goals, chief goals. I talked about faith, passion, and obviously the drive with the guys that I've been around and the guys that surround me every single day. If I want to be one of the best, I've got to play with and against the best. Okay, so that which gets praised gets repeated. You're listening to The Hardwood Hustle, brought to you by PGC Basketball. Players, thank you for tuning in. You're listening to The Hardwood Hustle. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Team Snap, PGC Basketball, as well as Lead'em Up. I'm your host, Adam Bradley, alongside Mr. TJ Rosine. Today we are going to be talking about creating a mistake response versus a mistake reaction. Very critical for players. This is maybe going to change your entire mindset as it relates to making mistakes on the court or within practice. TJ, break this down for because I love this. When I first heard about it, I was like, this is a game-changing mindset. Yeah, you know, we teach a lot of these things at PGC, and I, I think mistake response versus mistake, mistake reaction is one that just really resonates with players. And it, and it really um, is one of those things you can instantly put into action. And, you know, the gist is this, is, you know, most people um, just react when something doesn't go their way. And, and I'm not talking about basketball. I'm talking about anything in life, you know. I mean, there's, you know, something doesn't go your way and, you know, you, some, you have a natural reaction. Some people it's to, you know, put their head down. Some people it's to curse. Some people it's to whatever. People just react uh, however, however they want. But a real secret, a life hack, right, is to be able to respond, you know, to, to know that good things are going to happen, bad things are going to happen, and you kind of calculate um, your response. And if you go into a game, you're all jacked up, and you go for three, and all of a sudden you're just your reaction is to pout, right? But if, if you go in and you know, hey, if I make if I miss these three, no matter what, or if I make these three, I'm going to respond in this manner. Yeah, I think it's important we define quickly the difference between a reaction and a response. Yeah. So so typically when something happens, usually of a negative nature, your reaction is that immediate emotional kind of reaction to it. What's that first thing you do? And to your point, cursing, maybe throwing your hands up, that immediate reaction. Although it's understandable half the time when you react in a certain way, it isn't always acceptable, okay? I, we understand why you throw your hands up in the air and why you curse, right, when you made a mistake. It's understandable, but... It's not necessarily acceptable. A response is how you deal with that same mistake, but maybe having a buffer in there that allows you to kind of think and actually consciously say, you know, I, let, me, let me think before I react. Let me put together a response. So responses tend to be more calculated, more thought out. Reaction is just simply emotional. And you've got to be very careful when you're just dealing with emotional reactions. Yeah. Uh, you know, to make it hit home a little bit more with players, you know, we've uh, – we, we give some tangible um, examples of, of when you might react or when you might respond. And, uh, you know, you turn the ball over, okay? The reaction for a lot of players is like look for a foul or put their arms up or drop their head and what we call droop, you know, just kind of kind of pout about it. And actually one of the clips we show I love at our sessions is who's the, your Maryland point guard from a while back, Vesco? Grievous Vasquez. Yeah, okay. So at some point during the game. Very emotional player. Yeah, at some point during the game, he turns the ball over. And um, at one point in the season, he just kind of like, you know. And then you could tell later in his career as he started to mature a little bit, he turns the ball over on this particular play. 
and immediately hustles back and dives from behind and steals the ball back. You know, and uh, his his response to the mistake was to try harder, right? And and in some players, the the mistake is somewhat you know and some understandable. Sometimes it's embarrassment that creeps in, right? Like you turn the ball over and you get embarrassed, so immediately you react with embarrassment. You don't want people to notice that you just did what you did, right? But you have to train yourself to have the right response. Like if you were to go into a game, it starts like, you know, in a moment like this. All right, if I was going into a game and I missed a shot, what would I want my response to look like? And you have to make that decision beforehand. Otherwise, if you haven't predetermined, you're just going to react. You're not going to have a response. And, and in most cases, the reaction tends to not be healthy. Yeah. Just yeah. naturally, you just tend to react in whatever you feel like in the moment. And it's usually not, unless you've been really, really trained and, and kind of nurtured that way, it's not going to be a healthy reaction. I love John Wall's mistake reaction response. Obviously, I'm a huge Wizards guy living in D.C., if you've watched any type of film, one of John Wall's signature moves is the block from behind on fast breaks. Yeah. He's a beast at it. Only him and LeBron, in my opinion, are the top two guys in the NBA as it relates to tracking down a, an opponent on a fast break, completely swatting it. But nine times out of ten, that swat, that highlight play, TJ, comes from a turnover. Yeah. And in most cases, it's a wall, John Wall predicated. He calls the turnover. But he... He's done a great job that he doesn't just react and throw his hands up. His response is, well, if I'm going to make a mistake, I'm not going to allow that to double. I'm actually going to go fix it. And his way of fixing it is, well, he immediately starts running down the court and usually has a highlight block, blocking it from behind. I love that mistake reaction response from John. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think probably the biggest play of the NBA Finals last year was LeBron's chase down from behind, right, where he came back and made that block. And, you know, it was after his team had something not go their way. You know, the guy missed a shot. He got blocked, and everyone's getting back, and LeBron just comes out of nowhere. I'm watching the play right now, and it's like, you know, he could have easily just watched the play and been a little bit disappointed. And, you know, you know what the score of the game was at the time when that guy missed a shot? 89-89, you yeah. know? And that See, could have been the difference in all of it. So often, players don't even put themselves in the position to make the play to kind of recover because they're so caught up in their reaction yeah. right and the game is fast you know the game is extremely fast so if you take a second to throw your hands up and be all emotional or you know acting or maybe you want to flop or whatever it happens to be the opportunity for you to recover in that moment has passed you by yeah so you've got to be very intentional with that players and the thing is you know things are going to go wrong you know what I mean like players we just need to accept that right now like you know, things are going to go wrong. And, you know, just because, you know, as we're talking, we do also coaches' episodes, right? But players, as you're listening, right, your coach might not have the best uh, response, first reaction. I know I'm guilty of that a lot of times. But as I, as on my career, I start thinking about what I want to look like, what I want my response to be versus my reaction. But and players and, will be glad they did. And coaches want to see that response. Yeah. They don't want to see the reaction. Okay, the reaction shows, in many cases, a sign of immaturity. Yeah. Throwing the hands up, cursing. The coach wants to see them mature. They know things aren't always going to be perfect. Coaches have started preparing for that well in advance, okay? So when you turn the ball over or you miss a three-point shot or you get your shot blocked, guess what? That's not a surprise to the coach. The coach knows things like that are going to happen. So he wants to see how you respond to it and how you handle that little bit of adversity. 
And and part of the reason that I'm happy, and, and TJ, I can speak for you also, that we're happy you're listening to this, is you've got to start training yourself. Yeah. I know for me personally in life, a few years back, I decided to make the decision to quit cursing. All right, that was the decision I made. I said I no longer want to curse. And what happened over, I mean, I'd say probably six months of real kind of conscious trying to train myself not to curse and really trying to watch my language, it has had a profound impact on my ability to respond to situations versus react. Because the cursing was my biggest reaction crutch. It's what I always went to. And once I got to the point where I no longer could say it and it pained me inside when I went that route, it forced me when something bad happened to actually think through it. Yeah. Not just you know fire off the collar, you know, just go crazy, but I had to actually think through it. And and it took work. So sometimes you got to actually be intentional and try to and work at trying to respond versus react. Yeah, and I would encourage players, you know, maybe it's just getting an iPhone or maybe your parents or maybe your coach goes back and they they're able to uh you know, to film you, like, what do you, what does your response look like? You know, what, what, you know, cause there's two parts to it. Like, you know, what, how do you want to show up? Like if you make a mistake, do you want to show up like a champion, one that fights back? Or do you want to show up as a powder or the disappointed? Cause I think most players want to show up like the champion that fights back. You know, I think they want it, but they're just not sure how to do that. So, you know, kind of get a gauge for yourself and how you show up in those tough moments. And uh, when mistake happens, cause they're, they're going to come and you're going to make mistakes for sure. And so then when you decide that, hey, this is the player that I want to be, uh, then you start taking tangible ways to be able to do that. And you, and you say, hey, this is how I'm going to do that. I remember as a player, um, I did two different things. I had, a, I had a rubber band. They didn't make you take them off back then. When I missed a shot, you know, or I turned it over, or I popped the band, and I would just remind myself, like, bam, get snap back. Snap yeah. back, you know? Like um, you know, it, it, and just finding a way one of the things we teach at PGC is two claps you make a mistake don't clap ten times because the game carries on and one clap can be like dang you know right two clap one two I'm back into it and so you can figure out what your mistake response needs to be but you do need to have one not everybody's has to be the same but you you got to know that when I do make a mistake this is how I want to show up yeah the worst thing you can do with mistakes TJ is allow it to create another one yeah I mean, that's the bottom line. You know, that, that's what coaches have no tolerance for when one mistake builds into the second mistake because you haven't got over the first one. So, co- players, when you're hearing this, think about that. What is your mistake response? Do you react to the mistakes you deal with in practice and in games? And if you find yourself being emotional and reacting in those moments, make an effort starting today to respond. Put some type of whether it's a rubber band on your wrist to TJ's point that every time you make a mistake you you snap it on your wrist and it reminds you to kind of refocus whatever it happens to be figure that out but you've got to work towards that response versus a reaction hey if none of your teammates are listening make sure you share it with them so your whole entire team can get better through the hardwood hustle I'm Adam he's TJ till next time we're out